podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Sponsored by 1010 Podcasts. The Celtic Exchange. A fresh insight on Celtic Football Club. At Dens Park, it finishes Dundee 2, Jota 2, Kyogo 2, as Celtic put in a solid performance ahead of the international break. This is a final whistle, this is Tino, and I'm joined here this afternoon by James. James, how did you enjoy that one? Thoroughly enjoyed it, Tino. Yeah, a big one on the road, coming back from travelling in Europe there. So, you know, there's always potential for banana skins there, but we now did their job professionally and did it with some aplomb. Aplomb, that's the word we've all been looking for. Um, in terms of the lineup, so no changes. It's it's pretty rare this season so far. First. Um, is it the first, first time? time? We've named an unchanged team. So just to cover that off, Joe Hart and goals. Ralston right back, Juranovic left back, Carter Vickers and Welsh in the centre. Beaton retains his place at centre mid and McGregor and Turnbull are flanking him. Kyogo up top with Jota and Abada. How did you see the early exchanges? Uh, they were positive. They were just looking to get settled into their shape, link up the play, you know, pushing for that early goal because when you're playing a team that's going to defend against you you know, an early goal is going to really change, have to change their game plan and that's what happened Before we get to that of course there was a delay uh, after a minute with the tennis balls what's your take on that? Fully behind the cause question the tactics you've disrupted the play there and the players if you're any kind of sportsman of any kind of shape sports person of any shape you're getting yourself into a mindset and then the whistle blows and you're deploying that mindset, and then it's disrupted. So I would just ask the, ask the lads to think again on that one. Fully behind the cause, not the tactic. I'm the very same because, you know, in professional sport, there's obviously all the prep that goes on, you know, behind the scenes as well as the warm-up itself, make sure they're physically ready for the game, and certainly make sure they're, they're mentally ready and attuned. And I don't know what it's less than 60 seconds in. To explain the premise of the tennis balls as well, I believe there was a banner saying fans are Higgins, uh, relating to the potential appointment of Brendan Higgins. Uh, you'll read on that elsewhere if you don't know what it's about fans are Higgins the ball's in your court Nicholson and that's Michael Nicholson the current CEO um, and that was the reason behind the tennis balls I just think it was disruptive to the players and it's not good and, and listen thankfully they shook that off but I agree I don't think it's the ideal way to protest but then what is so uh, Jota's down there like he's scrumping for apples filling him in his jersey to get him off the pitch and uh, try and call everyone down we don't need it no we don't anyway um, we've not had to wait long uh, for the first positive action from Celtic so it's nine minutes in and it's that man Jota talk us through the first goal uh, so yeah, it's just more attacking play, and you know, Ralston has just been every passing game. He just seems to impress you more and more. Um, I thought it was maybe a wee bit of a scrappy ball for McGregor, but Ralston steps onto it well, gets his shot, takes a nick, hits the post. It was certainly much like Jota's during the week. It was certainly going to trouble the goal if there wasn't a nick, and Jota's there to uh, to, to pounce on it and get the, the ball in the back of the net. Yeah, and just. That man, Ralston, he's at the centre of everything, so he's involved, heavily involved uh, in three of the four goals today. And you mentioned it just before we came on here, it's making Steve Clark look foolish, isn't it? I mean, show me anyone in the Scotland squad that does for Scotland what Tony Ralston did for Celtic today. It's ridiculous, you've got... McDonald's a limited player, we know that. Get a guy that can't get a game for Rangers. Who else is there right back, you know? So Ralston should be right in there, doing all the things he did for Celtic. Keep it in for Scotland. Yeah, and a lot of guys talk about uh, they're quite happy with it because they don't want players going away and getting injured in international duty. I don't buy into that because I believe for the player himself, 
that's recognition for his efforts and every player wants to be capped for their country and I think Tony Ralston's the same, he'll want to be back involved with that setup. so yeah, just the performance he's putting in just now particularly the assists going forward, everything he offers to not even be part of that squad is it just doesn't make sense and listen, it's fine for Steve Clark to show loyalty to guys that have done well so far but you also need to evolve and develop your squad and start to bring in fresh guys so. yeah, look at what's going on I'd like to know what uh, kind of mindset what Ralston does pre-match because he just looks so focused when he comes on and I know you know, and I, I, I'm first to say what happens he, you know, he makes mistakes now and again primarily early in the season it's because he's crossing that wasn't happening today yep. something's going on with Ralston in terms of mindset belief and he's taking on to the pitch yeah he's in the form of his life and you can see that just and everything about him and his body language and just the way he carries himself so long may that continue um, so yes, yeah, so that's 1-0, nine minutes in, obviously off to a very good start, um, and it's not been too much longer, we've had to wait for the second one, so uh, it's Kyogo this time, and it's a, it's a Ralston assist, if you watch one particular angle, obviously Abada feeds it out to Ralston wide for him to get the cross in, the energy and the engine Ralston shows to get on the overlap is exceptional, and then he just clips in the cross, and it's brilliant movement, as always by Kyogo. Yeah, it's actually a bit, you know, you're, you're right when you see that angle and Ralston's just hearing past Abada and he's just saying, you know where I'm going to be. It's actually a bit of a poor ball from Abada that works out to Ralston in Kyogo's favour because he has to hook it. Then instead of being in front of him and kind of, you know, clipping it in, he has to get his foot behind it and hook it in, which means there's so much pace on the ball. And Kyogo, he's done all of his work before he even gets his feet off the ground because he's moved away, he's moved towards and away from the two defenders. They don't know where he is. He's up and the ball's away. Yeah, if you scan back and look at the picture in the box, actually, there's four Dundee defenders Around and not one of them can get near him. Yeah. I, I don't know what height the wee guy is. Is he five, six or something? He's no six, six. He is not a big lad. and But it's also brilliant technique. You know, the downward header, the goalie has no chance. No. He, he, he can't even get close to it. Um, and it's 2-0 Celtic and you're cruising. Then, frustratingly, and it's it's a part of, of this Celtic, unfortunately, you know, it's, it's part of the game, but... We show complacency uh, to let them back in. It's a decent goal from a Dundee point of view, but I thought we were poor in terms of defensively. I think Carter Vickers doesn't seem to be on anybody and Will seems to be caught between two players. What was your viewpoint on that? Yeah, I think it's just that. It's, it's complacency, it's lack of concentration, it's not been set up for what's coming in. I thought Turnbull wasn't great in terms of blocking the ball coming in. Um, there's a lot of things to work on there and, you know, and just the one that will be looking at that, and you heard him after the game. He wasn't, you know, punching the ceiling and jump from the rafters and stuff like. That. He's going to take that into training this week and improve on it. Yeah, I hope so. Um, beyond that, you know, there's there's several other chances to actually, you know, have put the game to bed in the first half. Uh, Carter Vickers has an excellent header from a corner, getting fouled on the way in. Yeah, I, th- I think there were nine corners in the first half. Something so, yeah. ridiculous like that. Um, there's another good couple of breaks. What about Abada? So you know. 4-2, great win, you know, goals galore, very good goals at that, but he's not he's not firing all cylinders, is he? I thought he was well off it today, um, despite doing some good work as well, you know, digging in and pressing and stuff like that, but his actual, you know, what we primarily employ him for is to, you know, go at guys, uh, get down the wing, get balls in, I didn't see so much of that, much of that from him today, uh, I still feel he's, he's not anywhere near he was the first half dozen games he played for us, so... I mean, all the better if you can run out four two uh, winners there with a guy like Abada and the talent he's got still to to bring his best game back. Yeah, I wonder if it's now time to give him that rest from the start and slot in 
whether it's Forrest or, or Johnson. But still ahead of Forrest for me, by a, yeah. by a country mile. Well, let's see how that plays out. Um, obviously, we've now got the, the two-week break. Uh, there's another big, big chance before uh, the half-time whistle, and it's Stephen Welsh. And I, get, I think it was from that ninth corner, actually, I've noted. Um, he's done well to find the space, but he's right in the centre of the goals and he's put it wide. But disappointing, isn't it? He'll been scoring those goals since he was seven or eight years old. Mm. You know, big, tall guy, up in the box. He's, like you say, he's done all the hard work. He's got the position right. He's got the time and the flight of the ball right. I mean, it's right on him. And he's he's maybe just trying to steer it too far into the corner. Um, and it just didn't didn't come off. It was frustrating. It was a sitter, but that's the way it goes. Yeah, Ange looked pretty annoyed at him. He did. The first time I've actually seen him annoyed. Mm. You know, really genuinely annoyed. Because you get into 3-1 at half time, you can really start to relax a wee bit. Yeah, but don't worry. Because early in the second half, it is 3-1. Um, again it's Jota and Ralston linking up really well Ralston absolutely bounces Charlie Adam out his road that was my favourite bit yeah get to the gym Charlie yeah. so Ralston's done that found his feet and he's whipped in a brilliant cross it's pacey it's you know hard to defend it's swinging out the way and Jota just comes on and meets it perfectly and it's, it's a smashing goal isn't it you won't see or he won't get enough credit for how strong he is Jota he's a, he's a strong upper body strength uh, kid the defender's you know, doing his job and trying to kind of get in front of him, try to jostle him off it, and he's just strong on the ball, gets to it first, and the goal is got no chance. Yeah. Um, and then, shortly after, a couple of minutes later, it's Kyogo with his second. Uh, again, it's just another brilliant finish this time. Um, Jota plays the 1-2, I think, with Juranovic. Juranovic finds yeah. himself in the box. And this is the difference, isn't it? This is where other guys, maybe a Mikey Johnson, maybe Forrest at this moment in time, you know, not to be critical, but Jota's just got the composure just to feed it along the line uh, sorry, feed it back the way to, to Kyogo, who's still got a fair bit to do there and he's not got much back lift, but he just sweeps it in off the post and it's just another uh, brilliant goal by Celtic and we're seeing so many at this moment in time. Yeah, again, you know, just mentioned it, Jota's upper body strength, he's getting pulled all over the place on the wing, he just shrugs the guy off, he's flying down, Iranovic shows really well, he's, he's in that inverted position, you know, from left back to being in the 18-yard box, he's just there for the wall pass, takes it, Jota's then got the the space in the box. But it's that presence of mind, calmness to see Kyogo's there. I'm not just going to leather it across the, the box, as Miff as said, kind of waist height, uh, Ralston style, before he get good at crosses. And, but I, I take your point on the work that uh, Kyogo still had to do. It's slightly behind him. The power he gets on it for not being able to get any, any backlift cracks off the post and in the back of the net. Yeah, so I think that's his 13th goal of the season and it's it's a brilliant return and listen, there's loads of games to go. He's he's in you know great shape to maybe reach something 25, even 30. So, yeah, so it'll be yeah. 56 goals for 25 games. 56 goals now? Yeah. Yeah, great record. Just in terms of that front three we mentioned on uh, the midweek final whistle that there was 22 goals between Jota, Kyogo and Abada. Update on that, now up to 26. So six goals for Jota, 13 for Kyogo and seven for Abada. It's a brilliant return from that top three. Yeah, I mean, you know, that, that's that's signings that have really worked out, can't deny it. Mm -hmm. I'd also like to pay special mention to Kyogo and how he hugs his teammates like he really means it. <laughs> it's like he's meeting his granny at the airport <laughs> after those years for the whole of lockdown. It's an airport hug. It is proper. <laughs> it's not this gesture, oh, right, right bro, we hug. He is all over it <laughs> and it's great to see. Um, I've noted here at this point after the goals that I thought, you know, it's, it's a... It's an unusual game for Celtic because Dundee aren't bringing much to the party, but I, I've noted that I thought Beaton was having a decent game. We should be able to Beaton playing well in, in these kind of fixtures, but I think there is always that concern that they step up in quality when it comes to Europe or, or tougher opposition. But he's had a decent game today, do you think? 
Yeah, you know, levels is, is the word there, you know. Dundee, Dundee away from home after the European game, he's played a lot of football in that as well, cramped off. So, yeah, he was calm and controlled, but he should be, you know, in, in that kind of game. Um, they were quite industrial, a lot of fouls. Uh, takes me down a lot of fouls to get booked, it turns out. But Peton handled it all well. I, I, I think you're right, though. There's, there's a level that he'll, he'll hit the ceiling on there. Yeah. I thought he had a decent game, although in saying that, I've noted just further on here that, frustratingly, I think he tried a dummy in the middle of the park around about 86, 87 minutes. And it was that complacency creeping in, you know, after having a good game, thinking, oh, I'll just get fancy. Yeah. And his free kick, by the way. I was going to mention <laughs> it, the knuckle. That's all very well if you're going to, you know, at least trouble the goalie. Yeah. But it was like, no, I think that ball's still going. I'm almost talking myself out of saying it's a good game. Yeah. No, I thought he'd done well at times, but yeah, there's still frustration in his game. And that, that free kick, I, I don't want him at free kicks because he's not the guy that's going to be there when it comes to the crunch against bigger opposition. Yeah, the captain should be there to say, you scored one in 30, then give peace. Yeah, I thought it was, Bill. Anyway, we've dwelled into a negative from a positive somehow. Um, so around about the 60th minute, uh, double substitution. So Andrew has obviously shown in recent times that he's keen to keep that forward line fresh and you know to give these guys rest as much as anything. Uh, so he's brought in Giacomacchus and Forrest for Kyogo and Abada. And that, he's right to do that. He's right to give these guys game time and rest the others. But there's a definite drop in quality and I thought the game was really flat for a spell after that. Tempo again. It was as I thought about it. It's almost a mirror image of Thursday night. Those guys go off. The tempo drops. The intensity drops. Um, the availability of balls out from midfield and defence to these guys that 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 kind of closes off, and it causes his troubles. It causes his trouble. It lets the opposition come at us. Yeah. And on that note, so Dundee have managed to get a second around about the sixty-seventh minute. So all of a sudden, from nothing, it's four-two, and they've had very few attacks today, but. They've scored two from them, and that's that's got to be cause for concern. Give me your take on it. I'm not sure Joe Hart needs to come out as far as he did for that one. I think it's one of those goalie things. Once you make your mind up, you're coming, and that's it. You know, you don't you don't go back. Uh, he certainly didn't go back, but he was nowhere near it. I thought the closing down was abysmal out in the wing. Um, there was no need. It was Forrest was maybe caught between two guys. I'm, I don't want to be too harsh on him, but certainly the guy who puts the ball in Forrest was closest to him or McGregor. And there's none of it, you know, it's kind of token gesture closing down and Hart, after the goal, is screaming at them for letting the ball come in, but he's not really in a position to be yeah. dishing out of the rows. But that's it, it's not just the the actual goal itself and the header or, you know, who should have been picking up or whatever. There's a job to be done before that and, and blocking the cross, absolutely. And I think we need to get better at that and get sharper out. Even like so their first goal as well, I think it's uh, Paul McMillan that's clipped it in, but he's under no real pressure to do so. Tundle's nowhere near him. And, and he was in the box, so that's something that, I think and hope Andrew will continue to work on. Um, beyond that, yeah, more great play by Jota. You mentioned his strength. I think he's he stood up the boy Cami uh, Kerr, the right back, and he's just rolled him and held him off. And the guys yeah. try to pull him and try to try to tackle him, and he can't. He just can't get near it. And, and Jota breaks free and manages to get another shot away and curls it just by the post. He's a man full of confidence. Would you say he's man of the match? It's harsh on Ralston, but he was because he was making stuff. He was scoring stuff. You've got to give it to Jota. But Ralston can consider himself very unlucky there. Yeah, it's, it's nice to have those options, isn't it? And it's not just, you know, one guy pulling us out of a hole. No. Um, but yeah, great to see, you know, the ongoing former Jota. Um, and it's just really encouraging that he continues that. Um, Jack Amakis has had a mixed afternoon, I would say. Um, to sum it up, actually, he showed some good skill at one point down the right-hand side. Some nice feet, rolled his foot over the ball. And then the ball came back to him two minutes later and he just fell on his backside. He lost his balance, yeah. Yeah. Um He's also had... That woeful shot, Mikey, sorry, uh, James Forrest has done really well, Did. great run, taking it around the goalie, 
cut it back, he's got to stick that away. Aye, there's pressure for the defender. You know, you got to expect that, anticipate that. Um, uh, maybe a wee bit of like panic, trying too hard, trying too hard to impress, rub out the missed penalty from last week. Maybe that's in his mind a wee bit, which is good. That can't be. Um, but yeah, he's, he's miles away with it. Uh, I still think he'll come good. I'm not seeing it at the moment. Mm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not not convinced, but it is early days, so let's see. It's also just, there's no doubt it's a downgrade when you take Kyogo off and bring him on. And you're, I hate to see Kyogo going off, I understand uh, the, the sensibilities, but you just love to watch him. And he's so like Daniel the airport. Yeah, but you know, he just he brings so much to the team and it's, I guess you're always a wee bit disappointed. But listen, two Cause goals. Because it, it changes your game, it changes how you're going to uh, attack Dundee there, because you're not going to be going at them with, with two wingers and a... And kind of, PC forward, um, mm. Jack and Marcus does just change that. So if you're bringing on a, a Kyogo for Kyogo style, then maybe different. But you're, you're bringing on Jack and Marcus, big guy. Yeah, it's not. It's just not the same. Mm. Um, Mikey Johnson comes in for Jota uh, around about the eighth minute. Uh, so Jota gets his break, and and then we see at the game nothing much to report from Mikey Johnson. So we'll skip by that. I know there's so many fans out there, uh, including myself, but. He's not really had an impact, so nothing much to talk about. Yeah. Um, the stat goes now that we're unbeaten in 38 league games against Dundee. And listen, that should always be the case for Celtic, but that's a lot of games, isn't it? And who last scored for Dundee against Celtic? Um, and the winning, the winning goal, sorry. The winning goal. I have no idea. Tommy Coyne. Tommy Coyne, geez, oh. That rascal. Um, but yes, a lot, of, a lot of games ago um, since they got a result against us and it's, it's ultimately it's been another comfy one today. So in terms of the league table, uh, we're now a point off the top, played 13 points, 26 and the goal difference remains really strong at 21 and I think there's a, a, a time of going to record here, that's a seven goal swing in our favour. That could play its part. You know yourself playing football, just keep scoring the goals and if it plays its part, great, but don't, you know, don't slow down thinking about it. Just keep buying the goals in. Yeah, which is exactly what this Ange team does. They just they have this free flowing football. It was it's very enjoyable. You know, the goals are a frustration, no doubt. But it's four goals. Could have been a lot more. Lots of good link up. Lots of guys playing really well in great form. And I don't know. We cover this every time we get into a break. You know, you know the breaks come at the wrong time and different things. I don't think it's a bad thing because, as you mentioned, it's maybe an opportunity for Ange to continue working on his system. Yeah, I think this is. A good time for a break. It was an intense period that, you know, October until today. Um, probably played something in the region of about nine or ten games, is that right? Maybe more. Um, and a lot of them were must-win away league games as well. So, um, to come through all of those with the squad largely intact, um, a bit of time to rest, a bit of time to get some more training. And the manager always talks about how little time he gets to get training into the players. So, um, obviously a lot of the guys will be away for international, but the ones who aren't, probably the ones who need to improve yeah so yeah it's been quite an intensive period so that's now I think that's us eight games unbeaten which is great to see and the, the confidence will be there and I don't think the break's a bad thing actually it just allows it to regroup and listen this is without Tom Rogic who's been one of the main men yeah so uh, she should be back just after like they were saying he may be back Julian may be back yeah and it also means Rogic isn't going to Australia yeah, I believe he's he's missing out on the trip this time around so that's that's all very good to see um, any final thoughts just as we're wrapping this one up no, I think we've just you know come at the end of a, a phase, you know that October until today phase, and you know we've all been watching for what Angie's team is going to do. I've been right behind them right from the start. But any fans who aren't, you've got to see this last six weeks of Ange Postecoglou as Celtic manager as a real positive. Played some great football, 
beat some really good teams, scored a lot of goals. You know, it's a team really in progression and starting to get stability and consistency, you know, from that starting 11 first time of the season. So much more to come from this team. We're, we're not even scratching the surface yet and yeah, I can't wait for it. Yeah, and to your point as well, last time out you mentioned the fact that you're absolutely looking forward to every game and the moment one game's done you're looking to the next. So it's great to see and long may that continue. So Celtic now head into the break in solid form with today making eight games unbeaten and four away league wins on the spin. Next up on the return of St Johnston and the League Cup semi-final at Hamden, but we'll be back before that on Tuesday with the weekly show. In the meantime, my thanks to James, and as always, our thanks to you for listening. We'll see you again next time. Sponsored by 1010 Podcasts. Sports Social Podcast Network.